0: Welcome to Sports Scouts, I'm Joey Goodsir, I'm Michael Rope, and we're recording this, the first episode of Season 2, on Wednesday, December 4th, 2019. We're so glad to finally be back in the studio to record some Sports Scouts for you guys. Today we have kind of a special episode, just catching up and getting back into the rhythm of things, and then we will be back with our usual, um, but slightly updated, format. Next week. Um, So, usually this is when we go into scout scores and cover the latest in LFHS sports, but our guest will be uh, AJ Shaw. He's a little bit late to the finale of last season, but (laughs) he was here in the studio with us just a few weeks ago to uh, kind of wrap up uh, LFHS fall sports and look forward into winter sports, which are often rolling at this point. Um, So, that will be coming up and you can look forward to that. But first, We will uh, lead with some national sports with Show Me What You Got. Okay, so if you guys remember, this show really originated with a small podcast called It Matters Now, the postseason football podcast. So what we're doing these last couple weeks of football season is really using this segment where we bring in our top news stories uh, to talk uh, uh, postseason-oriented uh, football conversation basically so i will start here and uh, my topic i'm obviously bringing in is the college football playoff rankings michael you have those up so go yep. ahead and read those so off.
1: of course after the big win against michigan ohio state is, remains at one lsu at um at number two clemson three georgia with the final spot at four in the college football playoff five utah just on the outside six oklahoma seven baylor eight wisconsin nine florida 10, Penn State, 11, Auburn, of course, beating jumping over Alabama after the Iron Bowl win. So Alabama's at 12, Oregon at 13, Michigan at 14, Notre Dame 15, Iowa 16, Memphis 17, Minnesota 18. They slipped 10 spots after losing to Wisconsin last week. Um, Boise State 19, Cincinnati 20, Appalachian State 21, USC 22, Virginia 23, Navy 24, and Oklahoma State at 25
0: okay so these are these rankings are pretty interesting obviously the biggest thing since we haven't gotten in the studio and had a show yet i mean the biggest overall topic this year when it comes to playoff ranking is a lot of a lot of different combinations of teams which is really the most exciting thing we're finally out of the monotony of alabama, alabama and yeah. Clemson, so it's very very nice to kind of see a little bit of shake up here uh especially with kind of a um, more diverse as far as conferences, just new teams, a bunch of different news stories, which is really really exciting. Um, the biggest thing I'm pulling out of this is a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, we had Alabama and Oregon at five and six. We had uh, you know Clemson and Georgia hanging around two. Uh, we had LSU number one, Ohio State number two, and that was a debate. There were lots of potential debates that were set, that were being set up for the future, where. The committee was kind of punting on those things and saying, okay, we'll worry about those later. Uh, Right now we can kind of fill out the undisputed things. And it was a little bit clear and somewhat agreeable where the rankings stood. There was a little bit of controversy early on, in my opinion, at least when it came to uh, the ranking in Minnesota when they were undefeated. And, you know, I feel like they weren't necessarily giving them enough credit, especially considering the double standard that I feel like they gave Penn State too much credit at that point in the season. So there was a little bit of that, but it, but it started to even itself out. It, it, certainly and now, helped, it certainly
1: helped Minnesota that winning that game, having Penn State at four. So I guess right. it's still evened out with the two losses now. But
0: so yeah. at this point now, lots of those conversations ended up coming to an end. So you know it's kind of nice for the committee, although not as nice from an entertainment perspective that there aren't as much crazy debates with these rankings anymore. But, I mean, lots of those things got solved on the field. So Alabama dropped out with their second loss in the Iron Bowl on Saturday. Uh, Oregon lost their second game, so they're kind of in the same spot. And now you have uh, Georgia slipping in with, you know, a solid strength of schedule and uh, one loss uh, with Utah just just behind them. I think obviously hurt by the fact that the Pac-12 is not doing that well this year. Um, and then Oklahoma behind them, um, I guess, for similar reasons and also, you know, lots of those um, eye tests involved. But, I mean, at the top, it's, it's pretty simple and pretty clear here. They were waiting on Ohio State to uh, kind of have this, you know, little mini gauntlet at the end of November between uh, Penn State and the game on Saturday. Um, so, you know, finally uh, pushing them up to number one makes sense. LSU, obviously number two with the great strength of schedule. You know, Clemson, undefeated, defending, um, you know, defending champs, you know, always present in the playoffs. Just makes sense to put them where they are. So it's all just kind of evened itself out on the field, which honestly, from like a fair kind of college football coach player kind of perspective, it makes the most sense. So I think that that's the biggest thing. Um, it's unfortunate that we don't get all the exciting, crazy debates that we usually get. Um, but usually those end in frustrations about the system. So it's kind of nice to see that things are working out. Well, we
1: still will see, I guess, a big debate on that final spot. If let, Let's say Baylor beats Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. There will be a one-loss Baylor team Then beating a, re- a very good Oklahoma team. And then who would be the f- – because, of course, Georgia already has one loss. So if they lose again, then – of course, they'll probably leapfrog over Georgia, but there's a lot. There could there could still be a lot of a lot of shakeup with that three and four spot. And of course, Dabo Sweeney made those comments earlier, like that Clemson they just have to blow everybody out of the water because how bad the ACC is this year. So I feel like the Dabo Sweeney even if they lose one game, he said that they could honestly fall out of the top four. So it's it's still very, very wide possible. open. So and of yeah. course of course a Wisconsin team in in the Big Ten championship you you never know what could happen. I mean Wisconsin has done some pretty crazy things over the years when it comes to beating a top-ranked opponent so Ohio State definitely is by I think the best team in the country over LSU but you never know what could happen and even if LSU I mean even if Ohio State would lose they'd still be in the top four but there still could be definitely a lot of shake-up come I guess the three and the four spot later on come championship week so yeah there's definitely still a lot to be said in this ranking so
0: yeah, very vi- very biased perspective, but I feel like there's a lot of props to be given to the Big Ten, especially with the West, with a couple teams rising up in Minnesota and you know Wisconsin's usually hanging around, but they, gotta, yeah, they got a they got a chance good year here for the Big Ten. So it's it's solid to see all those teams in there. Um, but yeah, that's basically what's going on with college football. We'll see what happens. Um, as usual, I will get my uh, conference championship weekend preview out, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Michael, what's what's your deal with bringing in stories about the NFL? I guess well,
1: of course. Thursday night, recording this on Wednesday, so tomorrow night, it's a huge game for the Bears. That'll be basically their, um, it'll basically be their whole season. If they lose, they're done. If they win, they still got a, a slight shot at the, the second wild card spot. And of course, with the loss of the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football, that puts the Vikings at eight and four. So the Bears have slight hope at six and six, but they have quite a gauntlet of a schedule to finish off the season. Um, this week the Cowboys and they have the Chiefs, or they have the the Cowboys this week, the Packers next week, and then the Chiefs, and then they finish um, in Minnesota against the Vikings. So that schedule is probably probably the hardest in, in the league to finish the season. But I mean, I think that just being a Bears fan, which missed, um with Trubisky last week, actually playing pretty well. I mean, the way he plays these next four games, win or lose, it depends on on how he plays, and if if he plays well enough, then of course it brings some optimism for. next season but if he doesn't there's just more criticism that'll that'll be thrown onto him so this is really the four games that he really has to prove that he has what it takes to be the Bears quarterback of the future for next year and possibly beyond so if he can even win I guess if if he can win all four of these games he'll definitely change his his um, standing with Bears fans and NFL fans but even if he splits these next these next four games I feel like that he's cemented himself probably as the quarterback next year but they'll probably still bring in competition no matter what but i i think that this is real this is a this is a shot to prove that he was number two pick for a reason so it'll be interesting to see how he how he plays thursday night and, and so forth so
0: yeah we'll see how that works i i mean i with the exception of thanksgiving because thanksgiving football is thanksgiving football and i'm always watching that i was pretty much all shut down on the bears this year um in the last couple weeks here i really really hope they prove me wrong on that and they give me a reason uh um to lock back in on the season again. So, we'll see what happens. This is definitely kind of a final test for them um if they can pull it together. They have the tools to do it. I think that that's the most painful part about this season yep. is that, you know, this the expectations were reasonably very high um and they haven't been meeting them, you know, regardless of how this finishes, even if they slip in to the playoffs, it's definitely not what the um you know, meeting what the expectation was of this team, so and we'll see what happens.
1: And of course, the defense gets Akeem Hicks back. That is a huge addition for. Especially that is for big. Mac. That's
0: proven. That's proven to be a lot bigger of a factor than I think yeah. people appreciated when it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. The defense has really suffered from not having double him teams are sure. Max.
1: So that's definitely been. I mean, he's still been causing trouble even even with the double teams and stuff. But having the with w- um with his, Hicks back to have the attention being not as much drawn towards Mack and more towards Hick as well um Hicks as well so that that'll be huge for the defensive front but i mean also we talk about the bears i mean those couple of games that they should have i mean they should have had it they, they should have eight wins right now they should have beat the chargers of course that that game losing um game losing um field goal kick by Eddie Panero was a 40 40 i think it was lower 40 yard field goal so that I can't definitely was a makeable. To talk about game
0: winning missed field again, kicks. but
1: and then of course that Raiders game, they the defense kind of let down the offense in that game remarkably. So that definitely was a game that they that they should have had in London. So the Bears, if they had if they would have had eight wins right now, they'd be a lot better of shape. But I mean, they still have a shot. You got to rely on. Then they need some help, but they still have to take care of business themselves. So we'll have to see how they play Thursday yep. night, but.
0: Yeah, Michael, you're definitely more optimistic than I am. I don't know if I see it happening Yeah, It's, at it's all. a slim shot, but it's you got to believe slim it is. I mean, you got to believe as a fan. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really, really hope I'm wrong. Um, Michael, your optimism has proven pretty well on this show considering <laughs> re- recent – um, masters results, so we'll see if that right. translates into football. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I mean, I'm wrong if on it that.
1: If it doesn't happen, I guess at least like we we won't be heartbroken like last year. We've already that's had very the, true. The
0: heartbreak earlier in the season. So yeah, I mean, that's, we're 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 moved past that. Yeah. and A little bit more resilient now. But yeah, um, as far as the NFL playoff picture in general, is there anything to note? Um, I mean, of course, the Ravens game that was a huge victory for
1: them. Over the 49ers, if, you, if people they've listening to it know, they've
0: really proven to be a strong team this year. I've, I'm very impressed by that. I, mean, I mean, lots of people. La- Lamar,
1: are, I mean, Lamar Jackson. I, 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 mean, last year in the playoffs, he, the, the knock on him was always, oh, he, he can't throw a deep ball, he can't do this or that, or whatever. All he can do is run. But I mean, he's since the very first game of the season against the Dolphins when he just lit them up. He's just he hasn't let up since then, and he's. He hasn't stopped. By, I think he's by far the the um, MVP candidate and. And I think Coach Harbaugh, um, John Harbaugh, that is, um, is definitely the coach of the year candidate. And I think just a couple of years ago, Harbaugh was um, being mentioned that he could possibly be fired. And, of course, ever since right. drafting Lamar Jackson, things have, d- have just changed the script in Baltimore. So I think the Ravens, by far, are the best team in the league right now. Um um, I, in the AFC, sorry, and but I think the 49ers, too, to give them the same amount of credit, too, they have, even though they lost to Where the Where did that come from? That's that's they, yeah. what
0: this league has been. It's been a lot of, like, what happened there, and, in a good way, because yeah. lots of teams have just shown up. I've never seen a player so consistently um, so consistently prove people wrong um, more than Lamar Jackson, which has been exciting, but yeah, the 49ers, too, you got to give them 49ers, credit.
1: 49ers, their defense has been remarkable. Nick Bosa, a new addition with the second overall pick. He's been Phenomenal for them all season long, causing causing all kinds of trouble for co- opposing quarterbacks. And that NFC, the, 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 whole, the whole NFC conference has just been it's just been nuts how good the teams have been this year. As as a sixth seed right now, the Minnesota Vikings are eight and four right now, and it's just remarkable because uh, the the six seed right now in in the AFC is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I mean there's a there's a big difference between talent wise on the Pittsburgh Steelers team and the Minnesota Vikings team. So it just shows right. the depth of the NFC, but I think I still the best team though, as as they proved last week, is still is
0: still the Baltimore
1: Ravens, and they have the one seed right now over the Patriots. So if they just can hold on to that, things are looking really good for them.
0: Yeah, do, you do have to give the Steelers some credit though. I do have to say they have oh, faced for sure. an absolute lot, yeah. and the fact that they're actually um, having a solid season is pretty incredible. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. Even it's, without
1: Big Ben Roethlisberger since like week, I think two when he went down against. The Patriots, I believe, at Sunday Night Football, maybe it was the week after, one or the other. But I mean, they put up seven wins already, and with still four weeks left, I mean, all the credit in the world. And they made that big trade for Minka Fitzpatrick, and I, I think the front office basically told, I mean, they sent the message that they were still going all in even without Big Ben, and they played very well, and they're very, very much in the AFC playoff picture. I, I don't know if they'll be able to hold on to it with the Titans just at seven, seven and five right behind them. I don't know if they're more talented than Tennessee is, but, I mean, we'll have to see how it plays out the rest of the way. But, I mean, even if they don't make the playoffs, I think it's still a respectable season for Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then um, I guess the Clemson equivalent of the NFL right now is definitely the New England Patriots. A power that be, it's hanging right in there. Um, There are definitely doubts surrounding them right now um, as things, I feel like, are softening up. Um, in New England, we'll see what happens. They'll definitely they'll always be dangerous once the big games start um, oh, for coming sure. out. So I mean, there's there's no doubting that. Um, but I guess weaknesses has been shown, which just makes um, this whole playoff picture even more interesting. So, I know,
1: but come the playoffs, you know, you know that they'll figure it out. But
0: for sure. Bill Belichick always, always
1: always finds a way. Whenever the cri- I think he honestly likes the criticism. That all oh, the Patriots, they're done. They're done. They're not going to Super Bowl this year. But that just, yeah, that's that just that's just. Always, that feel just motivates them even more. So the Patriots yeah. definitely will, will. I I hope I really hope the NFC, the AFC Championship game is between Baltimore and New England. That will be v- a very fun game, I believe. I would, yeah, I'd be and a all rematch, in on that. of course, from earlier in the year when Baltimore won at home. So if they, they get another home game, that'll they'll be in really good shape for the Super Bowl this year. So I'm really looking forward to the future games we have on our on our hands coming up in just about a month. So
0: yep. good times coming up. All right, so that is the end of um, "Show Me What You've Got." Now we're going to move on to our let's sit down segment with AJ Shaw, as we promised. He was very, very excited to be in the studio a couple of weeks ago, um, so that was awesome. Just talking, um, you know, recapping what was a sp- pretty special football season and looking forward to lots of exciting stuff that in basketball that's already rolling and fall sports um, in
1: general too. We've had some great, some some great teams. This well, year yeah, as, that's the other thing whole, too is so. we
0: we touched we touched on fall sports. In the beginning, and just the you know the the absolute gauntlet of uh, hardware that you know the teams brought in yep. uh, this year. It's been a great start. So uh, enjoy that right now, and then we'll be uh, right back with a few other segments. Welcome to the Let's Sit Down segment. We are joined finally by uh, the, vo- the, the voice one of the voices of the Scouts, the other voice of the Scouts, the one and only, the better voice of the Scouts. Ooh, <laughs> hot take!
2: I'm kidding around, kidding uh, around.
0: Yeah, no, you know. I would say hello, let's shout say shout Clark. What's up? Um, but yeah, AJ Shaw, welcome back to the show. Finally. Yeah, it's been uh, about
2: eight months. I uh, missed the last episode.
0: Yeah, no, he's been he's been waiting outside the studio this entire time. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, a problem.
2: Yeah, I have. Um, We beat Highland Park. I was high off that win in the (laughs) sectional semifinal, and then... I slept out. in a little
0: bit, but
1: that's slept all right. I
2: forgot. I just forgot about
1: it. It was a long night, though. I'll give you that. But yeah. you're and here that's now. That's true. So. And
2: then on that next day, I just waited outside the studio. Haven't gone to class. Uh, my grades suck now because <laughs> of that. <but> yeah. <laughs> Teacher's like, go to class. I might get thrown out of school before I graduate. <laughs>
0: exactly. There you go. Right. Yeah.
2: But thanks for having me back on, guys.
0: Um, yeah. It. Yeah, no problem. Uh, okay. So we are here to really wrap up what's been a crazy fall sports season for Lake Forest High School. Um, and then we're going to mainly talk about um, kind of a review of Scouts football and then look forward to um, what I know you're pretty excited about, Scouts um, boys and girls basketball. So hmm. um, it'll be a good time. So first let's just let's kind of give a shout-out to uh, lots of these teams. Michael, do you want to go ahead and kind of
1: – I mean, just a shout-out to – I mean, it's just probably like the best year of Lake Forest. I mean, sports in a long time. It's because the, the senior class has
2: got so many great players. This senior class yep. is –
1: I mean, and also flag I have to football. Pat ourselves on the back or anything. Flag but. football, you got to give them a shout out. State champs there. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's been crazy. Field hockey made, of course, the the state final there. Um, football, mm-hmm. a crazy run. I mean, this quite a turnaround from. Uh, they struggled. I mean, mid season it was, mm-hmm. it, it was like, oh, where where are we going to be? And yeah. the season, and of course that Stevenson game, it just turned that season around. And
2: absolutely, it, they they had an identity crisis, kind of. Yeah, but
1: it did yep, a, a for sure. great turnaround there. And the tennis state championship. Yeah. Kelly Ram. Reb Kylie Johns, Reb, Reb Johns, thank you. Back to back singles, um, titles, and of course the team this time came in first as well, which is awesome. Swimming second at conference, fourth at sectionals, six state qualifiers. Volleyball yeah. regional. Bring that up champs, because that's been, that's yeah. the
0: last sport that we have out of the fall sports this weekend. Uh, those six right. state qualifiers will be swimming and, um, uh, yeah. Friday and Saturday. And so and golf
1: too. I, I almost forgot about them. Yeah, yeah. The that, that's them. what
0: started it all, right? We yeah. got the golf state championship, yeah. which was a huge deal. Yeah, huge,
2: um, huge, 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 huge uh, uh, season for the for the scouts. Season yeah, for, for the sh- scouts. Finally, got the words on my mouth correct.
0: For sure, across the board. I and mean, um, we had
1: nine signees too. So yeah, right, that was, that was that was a great signing day. Senior sure. class in all sports. So. Lake
2: Forest baseball, the most hyped group according <laughs> to the Lake Forest Leader.
0: Yeah, so sure. yeah, it's yeah, gonna be a good season there too. Yep, yeah. hyping up for Brock Noah going to UIC, of baseball. course. Um, Charles, so interesting to you since you covered the story. We got the dream team. The uh, the triple threat of the uh, Northwestern soccer commits. Yeah. Um, best so best
2: of luck in rehab to Bridget Mitchell. Yeah, she's for sure. She's shout that out. she's
0: still got the ACL. The ACL. is that coming back soon. Yeah, She's she's coming back from that too. I don't know what's. I feel it's like I feel com- like I feel I like it's a generational thing. But like we all just have problems with our knees. I mean, it's like oh. it's like I don't know.
2: Well, I was actually talking when I was interviewing with Bridget. I actually asked her why it's so common with ACL. Right. And she's like, Yeah, it's just really common in sports and I'm like, Oh yeah, it kinda reminds me of Tommy John in baseball. You see how right. like,
0: yeah. well it it's it's the same thing as Tommy John. It's like you're running, like the amount of yeah. pressure that you put like your knees aren't really meant to do like the amount of athletic yeah. like vigor that we do now with, with these sports. So it yeah. kinda makes sense that people are Having problems with their knees all the yeah, time. Absolutely. Yep. But if anyway, you haven't,
1: if you haven't read that story too, it's on the Forest Scout. AJ wrote that a couple weeks ago, so check that out. Check that out. Currently Thanks the most the popular,
0: out. so I'm pretty sure lots of you guys have already read it. Yeah, so.
1: it's, it's probably the most views I think on the website right now. So I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, it beat out uh, uh, it beat funny. out Bill
2: Avery's uh, comedians one. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting a lot of traffic.
0: Yeah, so. that thing gets a lot of traffic all the time. So I don't I don't know why that is, but um yeah, it let's. It was mo- a
2: good story. I mean, it, and obviously probably Google search, but yeah, moving on.
0: Yeah, let's move into the main topics here. Obviously talking about. The football team. We we talked about it a little bit. Um, definitely agree on the fact that you know we were going late into the season, and this team had a huge identity crisis on their hands of what they were. They had a pretty Quarterback change. strong defense, but it was like, what are we going to do on offense? Is there any production coming out of that? Right. And it was so late in the year, um, we were wondering what could come out of that. And then pretty much back against the wall in last second fashion, they found it, and um, they took that run for. A pretty s- solid period of time, making it all the way into the quarterfinals. So, um, definitely a pretty good year. Um, I, I guess. What do we pull out of it?
2: Well, beginning of the year, we knew that scouts were going to be build off their defense for sure. That and they that's had a tremendous no year defensively. Um, the thing about this season, though, was is that there were a lot of games during the year. The scouts kind of remo- okay. I don't. I hate to make this 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 kind of. <coughs> what's the word I'm looking? I want to make. I don't really want to make this comparison, comparison but. Yeah. They kind of reminded me of the Cubs a little bit With their kind of inconsistency Like one game they look really good Next game they kind of stink Right That's fair That's But fair. I understand as where the you're season going. went on The biggest thing was that At the beginning of the year They were doing that quarterback by committee Like they were f- doing the quarterback rotation Like the Lake Zurich game Where they, they started with Puri Then they went to Clark Then they went right. to Perry again Then Hoskins Then it was Clark Then it was Puri And it was like It was all this complicated system that never right. works out. There's no rhythm there, yeah. I, And this is what they needed to do. They needed to find their guy. It didn't matter who that guy was. It could have been Jackson. It could have been Michael. It could have been Richie. They needed to just get their starting quarterback determined. And once they did that, you could see the team got on a roll. Right. Uh, they played. They had back-to-back shutouts the first two stars, Richie was in there. Um, they got that huge win over Stevenson, which is probably the biggest win in the franchise history. They go up to Belvedere North, which is really far away from home. Road game, going to be a tough matchup. They got go that fourth in there quarter win. on a very, very cold, nasty night. They win that game. Then they beat a really good Cane team. A lot of people thought Cane kind of stunk with the way they played. They played in a really bad conference, but they had a good offense this year. Yeah, and they almost them down. they almost beat Deerfield. Deerfield yeah. was number two in the seedings.
0: Yeah, so and that's a great shows season. The, the chemistry that's, too that's on a great this team. season. If you can, you know, like I mean, it's it's. Pretty surprising to see the result that we got out of this team, especially considering where they were so far into the season. With, oh, all, yeah. the, with
1: all the slow starts too. I mean, even the Deerfield game—it's just—it's been—it's been the first half has always been the scouts can't put up any points, but it just shows the chemistry of this team that they yeah. stick together and they fight their way back and, and, in every single game. And, and it you just gotta give a lot of credit to the seniors. coaching and the yeah. seniors and the, the seniors leaders on the team. The seniors
0: Obviously, providing so much leadership. And how about um, the
2: sophomores too? We had some really talented sophomores. Yeah, that's yeah. the, Milliman, Leo that's the other thing. That's the thing. The guy, though, that should be the MVP of the offense, Jahari Scott, great right. season, Ten hundred, uh, and 1,100 Mac yards Uline. running. Mack Mac of course. After the sh- after the <laughs> her running back that gets 1,100 right? yards, like that's, yeah. that's it's crazy. That's... Well, the scouts do run the ball a lot. Right. I'm really, I, and unfortunately, you know, this is all our senior years, so we're not going to be able to see Jahari in person for the next two years, but. There are going to be some schools that are going to be looking into Jahari oh, Scott. Oh, for sure. a Big tremendous time. running back.
1: I mean, only a sophomore. And the yeah. fact that he already has Crazy. put up right. those kind of numbers in right. his first season yeah. on Scouts the varsity been, roster, like, that's just – I mean, me, I can't me and, wait.
2: Me and Seaboy talk about this a lot in our broadcasts. Um, we always talk about how the Scouts have had so many great running backs the last few years. I mean, they had Brian right. Holmes, 2017. Tremendous player. I believe he's not. He's not Wyoming. Right. They had Jacob mm. Thomas last year, and now they got Jahari, and Jahari's going to be here two more years. Right. So the scouts are in good hands when it comes to the yeah. running back situation,
0: which is good considering their offensive scheme. I feel like it kind of it kind of favors that a little bit. If they can have that oh, yeah. to lean on, then they can build off of it. It's mm-hmm. super and another nice year of, of Hoskins at quarterback. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, just so so many things that will stay stable, even though there's a lot of big names leaving the room. Yeah. It's you know, it'll be good to yeah. see going forward. We'll see he's what happens. Some, he well, plays also, he's
1: played in some big games too, Hoskins. So I mean he's got yeah. that under his belt already. So it yeah. just I, I think next year, even le- even losing Mills, of course, yeah, and the other senior um, guys on the team, I feel like that they can still be a very competitive team and hopefully they can get back to where they were this year.
2: And don't and don't and I, I know he had some struggles this year, but I think Jackson Puri is gonna improve next year. I think you know right. he had some games he don't played some really tough teams this year. You gotta you gotta give him a little bit of credit. He he stepped into a tough position, obviously as a junior he didn't play great, but he at the end of the day he's going I think he's going to improve next year. Hoskins is probably gonna be their starter and Richie was tremendous this year. But both guys have a lot to work on and I think both of those guys are gonna come into next year and they'll be much more improved. Right. I the mean Scouts have good two good, pretty good young quarterbacks in their in their wings for another year.
0: He can't look back too negatively. I mean, you know, in the end, he 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 got the job done on some big nights. I mean, that that win against Antioch to start the season was a very, very big deal and was a great, you know, that's a night you have to look back on with a smile. Yeah, and I think
2: think he he has talent. He just, you know, this year was a bit of a struggle for him, but I think he's going to, you know, continue. I think he's going to improve. Obviously, Richie had a great, you know, great showing this year, but he's got a lot of things he can improve on too. And I think next year those guys are going to come out and have good years. But Jahari Scott, MVP of the offense, you got to give a lot of credit to those receivers. Connor Milliman had a great season. Yep. He's battled some concussions the last couple of years. Kai Kroger, who is a punter, also going to South Carolina. Shout out to he, him. He
0: made, he made receiving plays when he needed to. Yeah,
2: and you had Jai Williams, who had a great year at a tight end. And you know, For sure. Definitely. So yeah. I think there's a lot to you know be interested about. I don't know if the team is going to be as good as they were this year because they are losing some guys that were pretty talented this year. But I think that they've got a lot of guys to be excited about for the near future.
0: Okay. And then uh, let's just real quick, what are you looking forward to? Uh, now that we're moving into winter sports with these basketball teams
2: well with basketball it's going to be really interesting so the girls team started their season Monday night uh, right played Vernon Hills got a pretty easy victory there were a few spots in that game where you thought eh, are they going to be able to put them away they did it in the fourth quarter the big thing this year is I'm, I'm there's gonna be a lot of people players to watch um, right Hallie Douglas obviously this is her senior year she's been incredible all three years she's been on the varsity roster Mo Buckets. <laughs> Mo Buckets. My man, Mo Buckets. What's up if you're watching this? Um,
1: she's definitely watching.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Mo Buckets. <laughs> Mo Buckets. What a beast. But yeah, Mo Buckets, I think definitely, Molly's definitely going to have another good year offensively. She's such a great defensive player, too. People forget that. You know, she's all over the floor, getting steals, you know, knocking passes away, playing really good on ball defense. Uh, and other players, I mean, there's gonna. I mean, obviously, Bella Ronaldo, Look at her the other night. Twelve yeah, points. Yeah, she her she w.
0: she came sh- out and surprised people last night. Yeah, big time.
2: I mean, I mean, she had. I mean, a lot of kids in that situation. And I I talked to her after the game because I do the recaps, and I right. I told her. I asked her like, how were you able to stay so composed out there? Because you looked very calm in that situation, and she said, oh, my teammates just gave me enough confidence. Right. So they have a lot of com- a lot yeah. of chemistry on that team, and chemistry is key. And right. as a guy that was on the baseball team last year, and I know I keep shouting that out every time I come on the show, but, you know, why not? Right. You know, they have a ton of chemistry together. For You're sure. going to play really well. And uh, the girls' basketball team has a lot of chemistry. And they got a great coach in Kyle Wilhelm. I mean, he's an excellent coach. And uh, they're going to be a really good team this year. I think they're going to, again, make it into the playoffs, very deep into the playoffs this season.
0: Yep. Okay. So, Shaw, thanks for being on nice the show. show. Uh, it was awesome to kind of catch up on all that stuff because... So much happened, has happened, yeah. um, and we'll see what happens with the scouts going forward. Because yeah, you know, there's a lot more championships that are out there to win. Oh, so. one
2: more thing about boys basketball. Here's yeah, my, here's my little motto for the year: Embrace the youth. Exactly. Embrace the youth.
0: Yeah, they got to look long term. I agree yeah. for sure. A lot of gonna, the, a, a lot seniors got to do in, yeah. seniors got to do their job and and, help, and doing their part in helping that out. Yeah. Um, young guys to look at the minutes be too. Important so. about this yeah. Year. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Sean, for being on. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yep. Welcome back, hope you enjoyed uh, Let's Sit Down with AJ Shaw, and uh, we're just going to give you guys a couple um, of announcements here just to make sure you guys are all geared up for this next season of Sports Scouts. Um, first and foremost, your scouting, as usual, will always be around. Um, our hotline is still running, available, ready for any of your questions, so go ahead for the first full episode of Sports Scouts through, you know, our traditional format Um, send in your questions at 224-544-9330 that's 224-544-9330 as always Um, as you guys know that that segment was uh, notorious last year and was a lot of the entertainment on this show Um, if you guys were into that then um, uh, if you guys haven't already seen this, pretty special this year Um, both um, Brian Peters Carson Ward Alongside Peter Elliot um, and, uh, and Billy, Billy Garner, Garner. Yep. yep, host of the Joey Goodser show. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they host uh, the Water Cooler, which is uh, one of the premier podcasts on the Forest Scout this year. If you love that entertainment and you want that in a full show, definitely check out their show uh, for sure. Um, But, yeah, that's kind of a little bit of an update of kind of the legacy of your scouting at this point. So um, back here, we'll make sure to continue that. So make sure to call in and send in your questions. Um, But, yeah, so we're just going to move on to just wait till next week. Okay, so my just wait till next week is obviously, you know, we're going to see what happens in these conference championships, see if any debates pop up. See what these final college football rankings and also the New Year's Six Bowl placements um, end up being. What our bowl season is going to look like. I'm looking forward to that. Um, that'll be interesting for sure. Um, and also um, looking forward to really getting into college basketball um, now that at least personally the college football season is coming to wrap up. I just realized we did not actually you know address the obvious elephant in the room, which was Michigan's loss to Ohio State. Um, just real crip, real real quick, wrapping it up and moving forward because at this point I've already moved forward. If it isn't obvious, um, but yeah, I think that it's it became very very obvious that um, there there were two different levels of what happened. Uh, the reason why Michigan got blown out in that game was because of a combination of uh, mistakes by players at pretty much the exact wrong times, um, as well as some. Coaching mistakes uh, and you know just some scheme inferiorities, most especially on defense. I thought the offensive scheme was pretty well drawn up. I thought it was, I thought that was you know done very very well. But all of that is just simply the reason why Ohio State um, blew Michigan out once again. Slightly different than last year, where they completely got exposed on all fronts. It was just a bunch of mistakes at very very inconvenient times. But none of that is really the reason, at least in my opinion, why Michigan lost that game. I feel like. If all those mistakes fall in place, this game stays close, I think Ohio State still comes out. And the reason why is because the reality is these are two very different college football programs right now. Um, Michigan is a top-level institution that carries those values in to their football student-athletes and uh, requires that level of uh, performance out of their student-athletes and puts that into their high priorities um, of a season. That's the reason why you see Jim Harbaugh taking teams um, to Europe every, you know, spring break. It's, that's the way that that's set up. I think that improvements to that mindset can be made as far as emphasizing Ohio State more now that some elephants have been taken out of the room with Michigan State's program basically being over at this point and, you know, winning the Notre Dame game and kind of winning other rivalry games and big games that people, in my opinion, simply won't call big games because Michigan won. I feel like they're often only big games when they lose, but that's, that's beside the point. The bigger thing is Ohio state is a football factory with top level recruiting. That's willing to do so much more, um, both within and slightly stretching and bending NCAA rules with their primary goals of winning games. And especially because that's the way the culture works down there, beating Michigan. That's very, very important to them. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean that, you know, that I'm not going to say that the NCAA rules are morals for sure, but, um, that's you know that's what they value. They see no problem in paying players. I see no problem in it. It's just that I think that the the problem that the problem is you know Mich- Michigan as an institution does, and that's just the reality, and that's not really going to change. So I think that these are two very very different college football programs, and that really showed on Saturday. And until things change as far as NCAA rules, or I mean you know if Michigan decides that they're going to start, um, kind of. Working their athletic program in that way, that's pretty much the way it's always going to be. Um, no, Harbaugh is not getting fired. No, Don Brown's not getting fired. I'm sorry, guys. It's just it's not going to happen. Even if I wanted it to happen, it's just not going to happen. I know the way. That, I know the way that that athletic department is functioning and working right now. They're very very happy with what he's doing right now with you know top level S p plus teams, you know doing doing pretty well and then also um you know excelling on so many levels as far as running a clean program that's much more well put together than it was just only a few years ago so they're they're not getting rid of him anytime soon um it's unfortunate that they haven't been able to steal some games as underdogs um and that's definitely painful especially if you look at some of the past ones but i mean the real the bit the larger reality is that it just kind of is what it is so i'm going to leave it at that we're moving forward, looking forward to basketball, but yeah, that's what that's what I'm waiting for next week.
1: To say to your point, I mean, I still, I mean, not being a Michigan fan too, I, I, still think, I mean, you can't, I mean, who else are you gonna get that's better than Jim Harbaugh? I mean, that's also the question. He still had a good. I mean, the only two losses he, um, he had were against Penn State and, um, Ohio State. So I mean, um, well, there was was there one more in there? Wisconsin, Wisconsin too. But I mean, those are three. I mean, very very solid teams i mean it's, of course you i mean to get to the next level you got to beat those uh, at least two out of the three to be to be considered in the next level but i mean
0: catch that ball against penn state and then you have two lost season like some, there's, there's they did have some, so many different things that they go had into some this. bad
1: breaks too along the way and even even in the ohio state game they weren't going to win but i mean the game shifted i mean uh, Michigan was playing pretty well actually in the first quarter and of, and that the play that patterson had they were um they were driving in the red zone and then he Lost the snap and the ball. Um, he turned the ball over. I mean, that just changed that whole game. And you make you make those kind of mistakes. Ohio State's right. just going to capitalize on that. So I still think that firing Jim Harbaugh would not be the move. Michigan fans, um, they would regret that a lot if they would well, make that move. And, and the other
0: thing too is like there, there's paranoia around what the recent history is. The recent history is there's been a lot of there's been a lot of coaching changes at the head coaching spot in the last just few years of Michigan football history, relatively speaking between 1969 and 2008 there were 3 coaches and the worst season was 6 and 6 pretty pretty consistent pretty well run program things were in shape you know regardless you can talk about the merits of the football team but as far as the program things were pretty even keeled after 2008 rich rodriguez comes in and then we had 3 coaches from 2008 to 2014 that's a way shorter period of time. So I do think a lot of it is some PTSD. I probably, I, I probably suffer from that. Um, And, you know, I feel like other programs, given other situations would have confidence enough in themselves to be able to reach out and grab a guy that nobody sees and, you know, bring him in. But right now, unless there's an option that seems on face value, like pretty definite to be better, they're not going to change it, especially, you know, there's just, there's so many factors that, keep Jim Harbaugh pretty safe in the job position. So that's just the way that yep. is.
1: And then for my show-me-what-you-got-this-week, um, of course, with the MLB offseason kind of picking up steam, we've seen some signings already, but of course the winter meetings are coming up, and it'll be very interesting to see what the Cubs do. Of course, they said goodbye to Addison Russell um, this past week, not um, with a non-tender of his contract, so he will he will f- um, find a different team this year. And I think that, I mean, I saw on Twitter, it was a comment, a- Addison by subtraction, which is very, of course, mentioning addition by subtraction, but um, this is a very, um, very—it's <laughs> a very true statement that this—the distri- the headache that Addison caused for this team. I mean, just getting rid of him—it just—I feel like that'll—it'll really help their their team. They, of course, need to need to find some more depth um, behind Javi Baez, but and they also need to find a leadoff hitter, which we haven't had since Dexter Fowler since 2016, and we've had—it feels like we had this—we've had the this same problem him. since since that, of course, 2016 World Championship season. The Cubs have a lot of a, a lot of questions still to solve, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with the rotation. Of course, how how, to, how um what now do we do to fill um I guess the Russell spot. Of course, Nico Horner is there, um, but what do we do then with Chris Bryant? There's been trade rumors surrounding his name, so what do we do there? So wh- um where will the holes be this next season? Like what do we have to fill? The 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 bullpen needs help as well. So there's a lot of question marks surrounding this team. So it'll be. It will be a very um, interesting offseason, a lot more action than we saw from last year because we were very quiet at the winter meetings last year. So it will be interesting to see what we do this this offseason. We'll get into that either next week or whenever the news breaks. So
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of depressing that the Empire seems to be falling as far as Cubs things go. But, I mean, this is about as interesting of a season as you get coming up. Um, you know, we, we didn't even address the fact that, yes, Joe Maddon was fired right, uh, since, right. <laughs> since we last talked. So, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, we got David Ross coming in um, to manage the Chicago Cubs, which is very interesting. Um, and, yeah, you got a lot of lineup shakeups, obviously the biggest news being Addison Russell um, just this week. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm hopeful that uh, the front office can um, start to get things done and start to build up uh, what was – you know, a lot of power from the bottom to the top as far as uh, how the the organization was being run. I'm hopeful that you know there can be some type of new spirit injected into this team with all these uh, new changes that they can rally around. But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that.
1: it will be. i think very interesting too to see with um, Chris Bryant. I I'm really interested. I think that he could get moved. I'm 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 that people say, oh, there's just no way. But I feel like that given right now that he still has, I believe, this year and the next year on his contract, I think, that mm-hmm. um, he, already, um, he already denied the Cubs contract extension they offered him last year. So they could really, um, instead, if they don't want to pay him that money um, coming up in free agency, that they could deal him, get, get some pitching that they really need desperately. Of course, the rotation's an aging rotation, and we're going to lose Cole Hamels as well, most likely the free agency. We have to fill another hole there. And if Jose Quintana is probably, I mean, probably, he probably had his best year's. Even though they weren't as good as Cubs fans wanted, he, he honestly could, I mean, not be the same. I guess so with a, I mean, he had a sub, a sub four ER, or, or sub yeah sub four ERA. But I mean now I don't know how, how good is he going to be this year. He's had a lot of innings on his arm. He's I mean he's still a very decent pitcher. He gets knocked around. That I mean his ERA is a little higher, but he's he gets innings for the team, and it'll be interesting to see how much he he can hold up. And we're just gonna and John Lester's getting older too so it's a it we're in a tight spot right now so it'll be it'll be a, a very a very different roster I, I believe either this opening day and especially come um 20, 2021 so
0: yeah lots of moving about. parts we'll see what happens um and we'll have a lot of time to talk about that for sure um so yeah that's all we got today congrats for sticking through as always thank you for coming back for season two Um, As always, we're still in all the same places. Subscribe to Listen. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, Give us a positive review. Uh, If you want the video option, for sure, subscribe to Watch on YouTube. Unfortunately, our last goal uh, last year wasn't (laughs) met. So uh, we're going to set a new one. Make it even higher. Yeah, we're going to make it even higher because, you know, when you don't meet your previous goal, you just – Make it even higher to make <laughs> it easier on yourself, right? So yeah, so we're gonna go for 200 million subscribers. That seems pretty, pretty good. I, I was I was originally thinking 500, but <laughs> I think taking it down 200 a bit, seems pretty reasonable. It, it seems pretty reasonable. So let's try for that. Um, as always, read the forest scout. Um, this is my first episode as co-editor in chief. Michael, obviously, you know, one of the lead editors of the sports sports section. So I guess we have a pretty more we have a lot more of a widespread view of the forest scout and we can assure you that there's a lot of good stuff coming out each and every day, not just on Fridays, but every single day. Um, there's always something good to look out for. So make sure you check all that out. Uh, right now, the sports section, just, just, uh, for reference is there's really kind of, kind of gearing into basketball coverage. It's just transitioning mm-hmm. into that right now. Um, just as an update, more currently, you know, girls basketball still undefeated, Big win against Libertyville last night. And, you know, that's really been the main thing right now is their dominance. And we'll see what happens this season with them. Uh, hopefully, it can be another magical one. So, yeah, get ready for another week of Sports Scouts next week. And in the meantime, we'll keep on scouting. We'll see you then. Yep.